The A in USA stands for freedom. That's right, freedom. What exactly is freedom and how free are we really? How do we stack up against the rest of the world? Get your beers ready and get your guns ready to spread some freedom. And welcome to another episode of the Bermuda Triangle Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Bermuda Triangle Podcast, where interesting topics get lost in good conversation. I'm your host, Alex, and the posse, Adam. What's going on? Travis. Yo. And Carl. What's going on? I gotta figure out which order I'm gonna introduce you guys in now with every, <laughs> all the seats being <laughs> moved around. Yeah. Um, but uh, you can see the studio again, one week different. and Little little difference. We're adding some decorations. We're changing some, some decorations. stuff up. If it, you're an interior designer, hit us up. <laughs> we did our best. We won't pay you, but we'll like your thoughts. <laughs> we'll yeah, pay we, you with a shout out. There you go. That'd be great. Um, so, uh, like we mentioned last week, we move into a new space. We're starting some new live stream. If you are an audio-only listener and you want to check us out in video... You can find us now on YouTube. Um, we have uh, updated a bunch for uh, this live stream video stuff, added some new sounds and new visuals. Guys, it's going to be a great time in this new space. I'm excited. Yeah, it's and looking better than ever. Also, <laughs> don't forget, these live streams start every Monday night at 830 and uh, these episodes will go on to your favorite podcast app if you are just an audio listener uh, on Wednesdays. On Wednesdays, you can check out that uh, episode on any podcast platform. And uh, if you want those early, early special moments, the early live, morning specials, live moments, join us on Monday night. Yeah. And don't forget <laughs> to join us online, too. Uh, and if you get in on the, the live stream, Please comment. Let us know. Uh, interact with us. Let us know what you're thinking during the episode, and we'll try and uh, include you. Well, speaking of uh, good old-fashioned American parties, our friends at Blue Frog Party Club have sponsored this episode. Um, if you're unfamiliar with Blue Frog Party, Blue Frog Party Club, excuse me, um, let's talk about how awesome they are. Because we not only had the uh, the CEO and president of the show on uh, of Blue Frog Party Club on the show to talk more about it. But we've been we've seen the the boxes that they give, um, and it's full of just really great stuff. Uh, recipe cards for drinks and food, invitations you can send out. Um, it is your one stop shop to get all of your party needs. Um, it's a party in a box, really. It's um, a lot of fun in a box. It's yeah, it's really good stuff. Um, so you can actually go over to bluefrogpartyclub.com and use promo code Bermuda, and you get fifteen percent off your first order. Um, so you get a little discount. Let us let them know that you, we uh, we sent you over there. Uh, but yeah, go grab your uh, Blue Frog Party Club party box where the party never stops. Ooh. Whoop whoop. <laughs> Guys, I think we should take a moment to talk about some of the crazy crap that's going Dude. on before we get into... Um, the crazy crap meaning Donald episode. Trump in Syria? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Oh. Oh that, that, oh, that crazy crap. Yeah. It's almost as like we had planned to talk about that. Weird. <laughs> 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 no, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy what's going on. Um I mean, there's a lot of conspiracy theories are already kind of rolling up about whether Assad did it or didn't do it. Um, I mean, I think the fact is that there was a chemical attack. Who? 
I, I'm just gonna. I, I I I believe the narrative that Assad did it. Although I can understand from a different perspective how there's like no no proof or alleged no proof or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't just, really looked too deeply into this particular. I just thought it was weird when I saw Tucker Carlson almost defending the idea of not going and striking that. Yeah, it's yeah. a really weird thing. He had a little segment on this whole thing, and he was just like, he was calling out. Donald Trump and calling our, our government for striking Syria with, you know, striking their chemical factories. And it was just because maybe like, what, eight years ago when President Bush was there, it was all about striking Iraq, Afghanistan, just yeah, all the precepts strikes. of war. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that Assad didn't do it in my mind. Mm. Um, I'm, well, what, I'm, I'm not you, even sure you, that there was you, even a chemical attack. Why, in, why do you say this? Because there's yet to be. I'm not challenging you. I'm just asking you to expand upon any proof of. There's been photos that have come out. There's nothing. There was a chemical attack. Like it actually did happen. Now who did it or who's behind it? I think that might be. Assad, like, hey, Assad doesn't seem to have any reason or there's no value in him doing this right now. Where he's winning a war, he's got 95 percent of Syria under control. Shit, they just he. A, a democratically elected, yes, he is kind of a dictatorish kind of person. I wouldn't call him democratically elected. He was elected. He was <laughs> not elected. But not democratically. He was elected so, by a sham not election. Okay, so, but you have him in this country where you either have him or ISIS. ISIS will kill you if you disseminate in any of their views, and they'll destroy your cities and rape your women or is, and initiate Sharia law somewhere. And then you have him, which literally just allowed them to, the Christians in the country to celebrate Easter, like... This guy is not. I mean, yes, he's insane and he's crazy, but I don't think he is is stupid. I, I I mean, I think he realizes that that he is winning a war. He's got major allies with Russia. And he's got all this support, and he finally gets us to want to back off. All this news coming in America, like, hey, hey, Trump wants to kind of pull everyone out of Syria. This is just a waste of our time. Blah blah blah. All these talks are happening, and then boom. All of a sudden, there's a gas attack that requires the UN to get involved. It's not just like a he just attacks some people, which he's brutal. Like if he's got ISIS in a village, he'll kill his own people to wipe the whole village. He is winning this war, like no matter what cost. But why would he do something like this? Like this is stupid. It's it it just makes no sense. Well, to you, me. well, you did just say he'll win it this war at at yeah. any cost, except for getting us back involved in in, the, in their business. He well, is trying well, to do whatever we he he has no reason to have the whole UN to get involved in. Well, he's in, done chemical attacks before, and and oh, back he? when. Back when Obama was president, like he said, okay, this is the red line. If chemical uh, weapons are going to be used, that's the line that America is going to draw, and we're going to step in at that point. But it, he used chemical weapons, and we did not. Or Obama decided not to follow up on that red line. So then it's like, cool, I can get away with this. Now. But was, did he actually use chemical weapons, or is this all in uh, oil issues? I so I, so the conspiracy is that he did. He hasn't. Yeah, I mean, I have an opinion that basically maybe the rebels could have orchestrated this yes. to up the U.S. involvement in the country. Yeah. So for well, regime change, well, right? Yeah. Well, well, also, the the UN, I believe, uh, did tell Syria, like, you have to get rid of your chemical weapons. Yeah. So, And then we find news that Britain has mentioned being involved, or Russia has mentioned that Britain is responsible for the... Yeah, the Kremlin uh, came out and said yeah. that. A few generals um, came out and said that. Again, I don't have any... But, let, let's uh, trust but, but, what but, the Russians no, say. Again, I don't trust that either. <laughs> yeah. but, and, then was, the, the, and then London said... I'm sorry. No, it, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, uh, what's her name in, in the UK... Uh, 
uh, Theresa May. Theresa May is saying that she now has evidence when a, a few days prior was saying she doesn't have evidence. It's just, but she won't show anybody any evidence, right? No one's seen any evidence of anything. I, I just, um, it's well for me. There's two facets to this. It's it's weird when I see unilateral support across the aisle for one action to happen. Like it's bipartisan when it comes to Syria and attacking Syria. That's to me is always odd when both sides align and coordinate together to push the president to do something. And then the second thing is I was listening, to, I was actually watching Sky News and they were doing an interview with uh, a British commander from Iraq and he was like, he brought up this idea that we're talking about that why would he, why would Assad attack his own people? So Alex, what I was mentioning is, you know, you were talking about how it's either uh, the Assad regime or it's ISIS, and, and I disagree with that. Um, because if you do look about look back at how the Syrian civil war started, it does go back to sort of the Arab Spring times. So it was actually a movement by the people to want to get rid of the Assad regime. Now, other you people know, have walked in and exploited that motive, but it is a, on, on the large part, it is the people that were initiating, like hey, we don't want this the C, uh, the Assad regime anymore, like the CIA, who was responsible for going in then and trying to topple their government, like what ten years ago or no 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 arming the rebels no 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 so like in 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 Egypt right mm -hmm. so like no, no I I know the Arab Springs were yeah so that's how we got into this so what happened is that the people got together started protesting and then the Assad regime responded with violence and that kicked off the we Syrian also, civil war yeah. you also uh, have yeah. to remember that this conflict over there is like fourteen different tribes fighting. Well, that's well, that's become one of the sort of problems is that it's it's more or less uh, the the people that have wanted this change, but now they they weren't really good at organizing themselves and selecting a single leader mm -hmm. and like making it sort of like an organization versus another organization, and that's where you've gotten this tribe, this faction, the Free Syrian Army, mm -hmm. all this other stuff. ISIS has come in and tried to exploit it, so like it's gotten really complicated really quickly. But it did start from a protest of the people. I would say that I'm most disappointed, though, is with Donald Trump and this whole aggression policy of bombing a country that we really have no purpose in bombing yeah. without congressional approval, which is, to me, is the biggest thing. I know Barack Obama did the same thing, which I'm wholeheartedly against as well. And you know, well, it started I, with George Bush, too. Well, it, I, I it, think this is the biggest problem. Well, it, it, it is it is constitutionally legal for the president to... If, our do, lib if we're... Threatened. Okay, I'll just stop talking. Can I finish? Yeah. It is legal for the, the president to sort of conduct a military operation in which there is not enough time for a congressional hearing and a voting and all that stuff, too. He does have that authority. He doesn't have the authority to to carry out a war that needs congressional approval but to do sort of an attack like this is not n by what we have currently whether you agree or disagree with it is not illegal okay but still i i stand with Rand paul on that where he called out uh pompeo for uh for the whole administration rather for this just aggressive action he he's also very aggressive he also said before he was president like yeah you know, was talking about how Obama shouldn't do this, these strikes yeah. and stuff like that. So it is interesting. To, it's complete hypocrisy yes. to, to go then and do it. But I will say once you're in the office and you are privy to what's going on in the world, things change. Or, now, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but oh, like no, you, course, you have a different perspective when you're in the office. Of course, of course. Deep State's got them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Israel. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, well, I, I mean, I think we, it was just fair that we touched on that for a minute because a lot's happening with that every day. It's, uh, 
it's definitely um, maybe the scariest moments of our lives. Possibly a World War Three on on the edge of, uh, of all this. Mm. To where See, I, I think it's I don't think well, so. where where I where I start like. Especially, and it's coming now from both sides, it seems like, especially on the left side because it's Trump's in office. Like, we do military operations all the time to varying scales, big ones, small ones. But, like, every time we do something, like, we don't need to go around saying, like, oh, World War III is about to start. Oh, World War III is about to start. Like, no, but we're, we're trying to piss off many a country in getting involved in a lot of this. I just, I, think it's a dangerous gamble that I think we, we should be, be concentrating more on ourselves right yeah now. absolutely well and, and I, i'm not necessarily disagreeing that with that but to, to sound the alarms of world war three after every little thing happens is is yeah. gonna be you're gonna be the person crying and it's also it's just like why us why do we have to be the forefront on all these things I'd why like to know the same damn i don't thing. think that we're necessarily in a world war stage no, 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 or like why yeah, does no, no, america not. have to be the one that has to go and bully <laughs> other countries or police yeah. other countries in the way they react to things Within their own countries. I mean, I, it, not that I necessarily agree with it, mm-hmm. but I mean, it kind of, in some ways, I would say it maybe comes with the territory of being the largest military by, you know, the nearest military size is, you know, like I think the next three country, three or four well, countries why not after the EU, us. Then why not the EU take care of that? Well, because the EU is, it's the EU. Is, is the EU? <laughs> yeah, it's in, it's, it's ineffective. It's dysfunctional. It's ineffective. <laughs> um, but I mean, it does. In my opinion, it kind of comes with some of the territory of being the global leader yeah, but we both economically yeah. militarily everything like not that i'm saying it's necessarily our responsibility I, i'm I, maybe it isn't but i mean it kind of does come with the territory Walk quietly carry big stick <laughs> i think it's a serious problem but i think we should move on into uh our topic of the episode right although we could probably spend an hour arguing about about syria Mm-hmm. Um, I think the the topic is really kind of actually relevant in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, the philosophy of freedom. I I think we we relate a lot to this in a lot of our episodes. We talk a lot about um, personal liberty and uh, freedom and and the ideas that are kind of exist behind it. But we've never really focused and just done an episode talking about about the cores of this and why we are so aligned to these ideas. Um, and, uh, I think there's a serious issue with our generation, um, not understanding these basic principles and the voting of, I know at least my age group and the, the people around me and the stuff you see on social media, it starts to make me more and more nervous that we are forgetting some of these very simple, very real principles. Well, I think it, it really ties into, especially nowadays, um, we're so interconnected by technology and whatnot. And it's so much easier to get uh, certain storylines. Uh, I guess I want to. I don't want to say propaganda because that's what it is. It's it's easier to propagandize storylines and make them appeal to your emotions real quickly now. And and that's when, like, especially when I'm watching like all these YouTube protests and like the, all the protest videos of guys going out into the, the uh, these marches and whatnot. They're all you start to hear a, a narrative throughout. All of them. They're all. All the people are starting to repeat themselves over and over again. And it's, it's on both sides. I'm not I'm not trying to point on one side. It's both sides are starting to pick their team narratives and their storylines that they want to have. It's almost like marketing, but for propaganda. It's so, Tribalism. Yeah, it's it's so insidious now. It's yeah. it's really is. Yeah, I do. I do just kind of want to make a point of, of sort of, hey, let's not forget this too. 
mm-hmm. uh, if, if for us to sort of compare kind of some of the things that we're seeing with, you know, the technology and social media and just the quickness that information can flow is that we have also made the points m- multiple times that, you know, what we're usually seeing, what's usually presented to us is usually not the opinions of most people. Correct. So like, I just want to make sure that we're careful of not sort of like harping on like the extremes of both sides and be like, oh, see, the left views these all the extremes. But right. we, I mean, let's not be hypocrites. Like we, we've talked many times about how if you walked up to the average person on the street and asked them what their okay. political views are, they're not going to have these extreme views most okay, of the well, time. Yeah, but they still don't. The average person, and let's talk about the average person and what I, they believe. I, I don't know. I, I would agree and disagree. Like I agree, most people don't have these extreme views, but I think that they don't analyze things in the way of freedom and they would more likely support government uh and or an increase in authority somewhere over over controlling other people in some area of their life they're not consistent with that principle and it's because these ideas are i feel lost and that's something that i want to why i wanted to really cover this episode i think i think to to a degree in their minds they don't view that government doesn't government equals not freedom like to them and some of their views freedom is also within the government it's incorporated. like yeah. It, yeah. the government is part of freedom now mm-hmm. what how big and how small that is that's where the debate lies that's, but yeah. i i would say fundamentally i hold that opinion that we yeah. have to have some form of government mm-hmm. we have to have some sort of rules as a society and elect some sort of body to govern those rules yeah and, and, and that, that is what a government happen. is now so you know my ideas like the fundamental difference is you know obviously what the size of that government is but that's but you can you you can see how some people may find this level of government is still freedom, and some people might find this level of government still freedom, and we will disagree on that. But I just don't want to conflate that. Oh, people that believe in government don't believe in freedom. No, no. Yeah, it's well, just, and it's their flavor. You can have government, but government's job should just be to protect those, the simple principles of liberty. And, I don't disagree with that, but and that they shouldn't have. And there's a lot of great thinkers that have written tons of literature on this for hundreds of years, mm-hmm. um, and. We've just, I think, slowly drifted away from that. And as you see, our government's the largest government in world history. And uh, <laughs> we, we're not making the right direction in, in if we're talking about being free. We're going the wrong direction. And yes, there can still be government. I know that you're saying that as well because you know how my, my views are, mm-hmm. um, which I can understand. Like I, I, I align with like 99% of the way with a libertarian, which still believes in government. But I kind of have some areas where I will disagree in. Um, but I, I do think you can still have pretty much an absolute or as close to absolute freedom with government still involved. I don't think you're wrong. See, that's where I, I tend to disagree. So I want to get back to like what the average person, like the, the simple narratives of every yeah. common day. So mm-hmm. like money, for example, mm-hmm. money is an infringement upon our freedoms. Hundred percent. This the is money system because this money rules. is no, no, it's because freedom because it it rules our life. It dictates how we should live our lives. So therefore, it does rule us. It does infringe upon our freedoms. Now we do have the freedom to use it in yeah. a certain way. What, oh, can I ask just what 
I'm not necessarily disagreeing. Uh, I'm yeah. asking for clarification. Uh, yeah. What freedom does it infringe on? So what, like, are, what specific one? The, the freedom of choice, number one, because in debt, when, when you're in debt, you, you don't have choice. You have to... You have, well, the, there's yeah, but always is that yep, personal responsibility? Yeah, but money doesn't necessarily... Isn't, isn't sort of correlated to debt. Like, just because you have a money system doesn't mean you have debt. So here, let me, let me go even further. Okay. So money in itself is an illusion. Is an illusion. I mean... So we created this illusion. We created this common storyline that we hand between yeah. each other. Mm -hmm. So we say, hey, this piece of money has value. This piece of paper has value mm -hmm. or whatever you want to call a currency. Mm -hmm. And then we, so that's what I'm saying. Like we are tied to that storyline. Yeah, but, yeah but we, but we as a society mutually agree to that. Like if I make a product, but is for that example, freedom though? Well, it, yeah. So it, it, I think I don't think it okay. necessarily infringes on freedom. So, for example, I make a product, right? Mm -hmm. If I say I'm going to sell you this product for five hundred dollars, right. I think it's worth five hundred dollars, and you're like, nah, I think it's only worth three hundred. Like we come to a mutual agreement about what, like when you make a purchase, and, you literally are saying, I find whatever I'm about to buy more valuable than the money I have in my hand. And I also think though, like. Also, the view of our current system as, as our money enforced by the government is not freedom. I think in the sense of if you wanted to agree to whatever terms of, of exchange of resources mm -hmm. for that device, whether it be we majority agreed to the mm -hmm. green dollar or whatever it may be, uh, it could be that you agreed to gold. It could be you agreed to service. It could be you or another to item, another like item. Yeah. That. All I'm like, saying. I, I think that is is where freedom exists. I don't think money itself is the problem. I think the fact of a monopoly on how we exchange goods is the problem, and I think that's mm. where government gets involved in becoming the problem of it. Uh, it's just I. I don't think money inherently is the problem. Well, though. it's because there's so much there's so much pleasure and there's so much suffering tied to this inanimate object that we've... So we, all I'm saying is that what we view as freedoms, particularly in America, are very illusionary. They're very illusionary. Like, so for example... Is that necessarily no, wrong? No, no, I'm like, not saying it's a bad thing. I'm I get a lot a of thing. value and, and happiness out of owning like, this like computer. Like our inalienable rights are illusionary. We're, that's, just a, think, that's just a value system that we have created. I, I think, of course. Say, hey, I think I, I know where you're going. But but, okay. You're, you're more spiritual freedom than yeah, yeah, you are... Yeah, as a human being. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Walk, but, like, this is total pure anarchy. No, I'm, I'm trying... Yeah, I'm trying to so understand. It's like, so I'm, I'm trying to break it down to the very fundamental layer of, I think of you what well, we if you, are as if human you, beings. But it. if you go in the, in the direction of anarchy... Like I'm not, I'm, I, it's not even systems. It's not even governmental systems. No, no, I'm, yeah, and I'm not talking about systems. But if, I guess if you just strip everything away and just mm -hmm. like f just humans do whatever they want, however they want, whenever they want, in yes. whatever ways they want, and and, and the, all the infinite possibilities that could go, I don't see that as as no. It's not that it's well. I don't see it as feasible actually, but I don't see it as conducive to natural human instincts. Yeah, natural human instincts. We we. We are community animals. Mm -hmm. Like we come together and establish whether it's five people, ten people, a million people. Yeah. We establish these communities. So, your idea of doing things however you want and whatever you want, you're fine to do that. But right. you need to either have a community on your own to do that, or join a community that is about that. I just but, want to add a question. To that. But then, as soon as you join another community that has established rules, you've just gotten rid of your thing. So, is is pure freedom, true freedom, found in in a group or in in, in the individual itself? in the individual it, but it could it, but individuals but, but in order to have the freedoms you have to be in the community like yeah. to be by yourself okay yeah i guess you can do whatever whenever whenever how you want but then you're also 
like okay who who are you going to buy something from yeah. who are, who are you going to trade with who are you going to you like, benefit you, from others. to some degree you, you benefit greatly unless, from others unless you're going so to be one hold on hold on unless you're going to be 100% self-sustainable mm-hmm. in every single way meaning you're going to you personally will make your own clothes mm-hmm. buy your, or grow your own food manufacture your own computer whatever it may be to whatever nth degree that goes to right. That's the only way that you, I guess, will have that sort of freedom, so, and I don't think that's feasible. So take that, of course. So that's why I just wanted to set the foundation of what true freedom is, and well, that's that's pretty. Close. I guess on one extreme, uh, that would be the true freedom, but but that is not like that is that is an idea that is it's not actually going to be executed. So then now compare it to where we live. Well, now, I don't know. I, I, I'd now. like to break it down to like. But I see what I think of of freedom a little bit more well, than like I, that's I do. I well, see he just that, wanted to establish sort yeah. of the baseline, the baseline of like what the ideal, like I just think that is of freedom. freedom. What is complete one hundred percent freedom, and then we just stack on and top then we of that. Can compare it to like today, I think living and in a society compare, freedom, like, why? and I think living in a, in a society freedom, and I think there's two major pieces of of freedom. And it's self-ownership and property ownership. And knowing the difference in those and what's important to those, um, I think, helps you understand the basics of freedom. Of uh, are, are you familiar? I think we should explain self-ownership. But self-ownership is that you own everything you, right? I own mm-hmm. what I've done, what my work is. Right. Um, I own my um, past, present, and future, essentially. So any if you kill me, you've taken my, my future, You've taken my my um, you've infringed on my rights, right? That's something that I think a minimum government should protect against. Of like that that is something that I consider a very simple. And, and I think there's a lot of laws that we have that are just too much. But I haven't affected anybody until I affect somebody. I'm I'm fine, right? And you, you take care of yourself. You take care of yourself. I can't tell you how to live your life. If you want to do this, go do this. If I don't want you to do that, I can't make you not do that. How do right? you how do you fit that in with externalities? Explain. So an externality is I do something that benefits me but affects other people yeah. unintentionally. So for example, okay. if I dump nuclear waste into a river and yeah. I pollute the whole river, kill all the fish, and you're trying to get drinking water out of that, and now I've affected you. Well, you, you absolutely have affected me, so that, that but is that's, a problem. But that is so an you're externality. Wrong. But so you're, you're wrong, wrong. Yeah, no, because no, no. you affected someone At else. At the right of that, it, it's, as soon as you've touched somebody, either it be one or a hundred people, or, or one or a hundred people affecting you by yourself, whatever it is, like it doesn't matter if you are negatively impacted by somebody else, it's a problem. Yeah. Okay. So like... Anyone drinking it? So like, so the, so the you you extend this to unintentional consequences of something? Yes. Like uh, me polluting the river. I didn't. I'm not trying to harm you. Okay. I'm just trying to get rid of my waste, and I'm living yes. however I want to live. I'm not, you know, whatever. Even if okay, let's say so it doesn't. If, let's say it's it unintentional. Well, let's we say let's know. say hold on. Let's we say it know. doesn't. Let's say it doesn't point as in you. Like you're personally yeah. not affected, but I pollute the whole river. Yeah, but we don't know it's it's happening or whatever. Maybe it's a pollution, but we don't know that it kills me until ten years down the road. Or it doesn't. But it just pollutes no, I, the river. I, I get that, but I, I don't think that these are crimes that deserve to be punished by put you in a cage or kill you or lock you well, up. Well, I'm not arguing how it be is punished. I I'm definitely not whether think it's that, legal or illegal. That, yeah, it's still affected somebody, right? It's still infringed. Like, when we're able to identify how it's affected somebody, then we should figure it out from there. So I guess... But, I guess and then I'm, property okay. ownership, I, I think, is just very straightforward. It's just... 
I own this. You want it? I can trade it with you. I can, like we were just talking about, we can sell things back and forth, but I benefit from doing something for somebody else and them doing something in return for me. And uh, I, I think if you take any of my stuff, you steal, you do anything without uh, any, uh, I guess the, the, the key word is voluntary, uh, voluntary actions, right? If I give you something, I'm giving you something with my own will, then it's okay. If somebody else takes that mm-hmm. without my own will, this is where I draw. Where no matter what you say, tax is theft because of this principle, and is that if someone takes something without my will, they are forcing it upon me. I'm born into this system. It is it is technically theft, and this is where I I go on the, um, you know like that I know exactly those rants yeah. and and yeah. I get kind of crazy about this stuff, but it it is true. Yes, I want to live in this society and I live here and I'm born here and all this other stuff, but it doesn't change the principle of it is that it is theft or that it is, it is a act of aggression. The same thing with tariffs or, um, you know, borders or blockades for countries. Those are all acts of war. Those are all aggressive acts to stop or manipulate or put force on somebody else's will. And I don't think those should ever be allowed. Okay. Um, so back to the property ownership thing. Yeah. I'm going to use my externality example again and just see where you lie on this perspective. Okay, so you own the property, right? And let's say I own the property next door. Um, are you, You're free to do whatever you want with your property? Uh, yeah. So what would you say if you did something to your property? Let's say you your property is just an absolute piece of shit junkyard, and I've got a really nice house. Mm-hmm. So would you say that your junkyard well, and it can and does, affects the property value of my house. So would that be, would you see yes that as an no. externality? And, and so for example, so, in, in this so in this case, there are lots of areas in, in the country that don't have like HOAs zoning laws. or any... Houston yeah, does issues, not have right? zoning laws. Yeah, There's so a zone day erotica right next to a church. And, and I think it's fantastic, right? You can do whatever you want, wherever you want. In that business, if you feel like that person is I'm, I'm not talking about businesses. You, or if you, you don't like the neighborhood that you live in because of that risk, then you go somewhere else or but do they you, go somewhere else. But do else. you have the right now, to if do you something agree, as an externality that affects me? It's it's in within my property. It's not directly affecting you. Like it is though, because yeah, now this is you're something taking, you're, I would say no. You're you're affecting my no, I would wealth. Say no. I okay. would say no. Um, yeah. What's up? I think what y'all are talking about is like the realities of the world we live in. In that, like, for all these people in this modern society to exist together, it's it's crazy to think that we could have true freedom and be able to coexist like that. Well, I guess I guess the the fundamental point that I'm making is, while we should do our best to preserve freedom as much as we can, at the end of the day, because we live in a community, a society, whether again it's five people, ten people, um, hang on, am, am I still going? There okay. you go. Whether it's five five people, ten people, or even two people, because you're a, a, a joining to another person. There has to be some mutual agreement, meaning you are setting ground rules between each other. And that's my foundation of the argument that we need to have government. And then that I build upon that foundation of because we have a government, the government to do something has to have the means and ability to do that. So if I'm the government elected official and 
you have elected me on your behalf to execute a certain duty, whatever level of duty that may be, my labors must be compensated for. I, I don't work for free because I'd be a slave then. Mm. So, but because my labors must be compensated, that's where taxes come from on, on a very fundamental basis. So that's why I would disagree with all taxes theft because at a fundamental level, let's say just you, uh, let's just say we're the community and let's say that we have voted to have a community newsletter. Mm-hmm. I'm, I've been elected to do the newsletter. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm providing a newsletter that we all agree that we're going to have. We're all going to sort of mutually benefit from it. Even if you didn't agree to have, have I it, agreed to but even if you didn't agree to have it, you live in a society where majority rules. Because and this is a problem. See, this is the problem. Yeah. This is this the problem. Is that it's but that not, isn't the it's problem. It's not voluntary. It's not. You have to voluntarily participate in it. I want to add. So okay. So okay. So then, if you don't want to ha- be part of the newsletter thing, go to another society where there isn't. A no, no, no. It doesn't. That's not how it works. Because is that we live in a in a. But that's what a democracy or and a republic is. Yeah, is it's a, it's is a that problem. W- as a group, we have decided under the democracy system yeah. that and we are going to vote. And everyone gets an equal say, but at the end of the day, a decision has to be made. Because can you imagine, let's say we have some form of government. Let's say it's the three of us. And us three together, okay, we've got to figure out, say there's no house, there's no food, no nothing. We have to decide how we're going to survive. Mm -hmm. So I vote, I want to grow corn. You want to grow wheat. You want to grow the, or you also want to grow corn or whatever it may be. We have to come together to decide something mutually. Yeah. By statistics, there's going to be a decision to be made that not everybody agrees with. Of course. Yeah. But that's a principle of the there, community. That's the, the danger of freedom for the sense of like if a business doesn't want to bake a cake for a gay couple. Like that's their right. And yes, people won't like that. But that is their right to not have to do it because it is mm-hmm. their property it is their per- their choice yes. to to do or do not to do whatever they want what to do. And correct. So, and that's so the those problem. those people that's can't the thing with voluntary that you have to understand like there's a a good and a bad of being voluntary and I would much rather choose the good of voluntary and be a part of a voluntary system where I can say hey, if I don't like how this newspaper is being run and it's being run like shit, I can pull my money from it and I can say I don't want to support you and that newspaper can in turn start to lose other people that don't want it and that newspaper can change or go out of business so the way and we don't we don't have that and in any accountability with our government our government just grows 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 and grows well but because it's not voluntary it's forced upon you with a gun or a cage and you by living in the united states have said okay i'm going to accept this if you don't accept it move somewhere else go to another system so how was this news so for example how would this newsletter be paid for so would you say taxes? Yes. Okay, so I disagree. So it's going to have to what's going to have to happen it's is a this mind, voluntary thing. Yes. But what's going to have to happen is it's going to be a mind shift. It has it's to be exactly a mindset it. where you, they have to agree. Everyone has to volunteer their payment. And if it, if they don't volunteer that means the the product's faulty. Same thing with like the the warranty. So, so, so but let, let's I'm going to break don't need it to force someone to pay Hold on, but I'm going to I'm going to break like it down I guess and not use this whole money thing as okay. taxes. Okay. But I will mm-hmm. it, it is a tax in another way. So let's say I have this newsletter, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm devoting my time towards the newsletter, which means I can't devote my time towards growing food. Okay. But you both are going to grow food. So we have elected as a group, mm-hmm. maybe not 100%, but by majority, that we're going to have this newsletter. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do the newsletter, but to do the newsletter, I'm going to take 
I'm going to give you the newsletter. So you receive the service that you elected to have. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take, let's say, just 10% of your food. And now I have food. So Why would you just take it? We would just give it to you. Yeah, that, that would that, be a <laughs> voluntary exchange. Yeah. It's not a tax. A tax would be you force me at gun to give you some of my food. Or any violent means. And and that if I don't give you the food, then you... Can then you use that violent can, means to because, attack. And you force me to take your newspaper. If I decided one day that I don't like your newspaper and I don't want to give you some of my food, then that's my choice to make. And that's the difference. It's cool. It's definitely cold. It is cold. So, so everyone sets up their own personal government. Then it's, it's everyone's their own back down personally in charge. Yes. So then there is no government. Yeah, no, the, there the, is. Uh, yeah. The well, government's to to it's me, to mediate that the these principles are withheld. So, but that's I guess that's what I'm kind of saying is that at, at some degree a rule has to be made, yes, and yes. someone has to be there to enforce no, the there rule. There will be yes. a leadership, whether past. you agree with the rule or not, agree with the rule. You're Let's, free to leave at any time. That's the whole yes. point. That's my that's, point. That's, that's the whole if you point. Don't, I missed that whole point. <laughs> yes, that's, that is the almost the exact point that I'm making. So well, let's if say, I could hold right on, now, hold on. declare this my own land and get out of this country. But you don't own it. The bank I does. Could. That is, <laughs> th- th- there is massive, massive, massive problems with the way we think about this country. We are, were built to be this way. We have devolved to this, what we are today. Travis wants to say something. I, I just have a question for Carl and Alex. Do you believe we would have reached the point we are in society right now if society started off the way you were explaining? Yes, I think we would have been further. Innovation, things Is would it, have been faster. Things would have been more uh, done way, way, way better. In a marketplace of ideas like that or a free market, you have Since a, we're talking about freedom, I think that it, this starts to incorporate more... Free, hold on. Sorry. This starts to incorporate more freedom... And the idea of individual freedom and even community freedom. Yeah, it, look, if, I think if we wanted to live in a communist community, you could in this free society. If you and all the six neighbors or whatever wanted to live in a communistic style, but that's economy, something that we have could. decided but as a society. Hold on, but that's something that we have decided as a society that we are going to have this United States. Like that is going to be the community. I'd sign up for that. I was born into it. Yeah. Yes, but your predecessors have. If you don't want to be in this sort of design right. community that you were born into go to somewhere else well, no, to we can, make your own no, community no, the, the whole point is to affect change within yes can the difference is can to I, make this country see freedom again travis wants to say something again uh just back to what my question earlier i personally don't believe that if we started off society that way we would have made it because it suggests a certain level of intelligence like i think that it's easy to say like we all just need to get on the same page but like there are societies in this world that are several decades behind in the way they think. And I just think that as a whole, we're still trying to evolve mentally to that point where we can accept some sort of society like y'all are describing. So this is where I was talking to y'all about this after like last week sometime. I feel like the society that we're talking about, which is more like the anarcho-capitalist kind of view, it's like would be a next step outside of all the systems of government that we're, that we're currently in, like all the socialism, fascism, whatever, the capitalisms, all those types, all those isms. This would be the next one where it's more about, we understand that there's something deeper than debt slavery, deeper than you know crony capitalism, crony any kind of, I guess, governmental system, that there's the individual and the group can coalesce together and be one, I guess, identity. And you can be your, yourself and you don't have to fight 
put violence on top of everything that you do on every situation, every economic um, decision you make. It doesn't have to be backed by violence. It, that's really what it all boils down to in this do you, philosophy, though. Is do you just, think that it's actually realistic that we'll get there to that degree? Well, the way the way the propaganda the way that propaganda has completely devolved our minds into these identities, like these tribal identities, back to the primitive state. I really think it's going to be hard to climb back up. But the only reason why I think the past has showed us that history is in, comes in cycles. And well, hold on, I just want to add one more thing. Uh, for example, like you know, like the Enlightenment era, era, excuse me, and then like the Greeks and stuff. Those people that was what thousands centuries ago. I mean, those those people were the peak intelligence of humanity. So it's just going to come back. Uh, I wouldn't call them the peak intelligence for their time. For their time, they were, they were yeah for their things. time. But they're, we're no, the peak like, of intelligence. No, like no, every day no, is on, the new peak on, of let intelligence. Finish, let me finish. Like for example, Aristotle this. was predicting things that are happening now. Like, it does I mean, this is what it's, he's it's, saying. It's, it's, it, it comes it, in it's, it's peaks and troughs, peaks yeah. and troughs. I think we're in that trough era, and we're going to come back at a huge with automation yeah, and, and all that. It's going to come right back up. So I, I guess what where I guess what I'm saying, and maybe I'm not clarifying it enough or saying it in the right way, but mm-hmm. if you agree to have the community, like so, how would a society like like what you guys are proposing work like? So in my community of, let's say, I'm my own government, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, in my government, I, I've, shit, I've decided murder's okay today. No, that's wrong. But this is my government. This no, is my land. No, I can, so that's the difference. The, that is the, the, the thing. You're, that's the group you're delineation. Not, the, there is an overarching law of self-ownership and property rights. Okay. And outside of that, then we have a lot more freedom. And when, when like, the, there's... There is a a natural agreed upon a societal just your life is very important your property is very important and outside of that we have debates or talks or we can we can talk about all the other things but murder is your life okay or someone's property okay so uh, let me just re- rephrase then and I won't use it as murder or whatever mm-hmm. let's say I decide today rape is legal. In that my, is, in my that, is that is aggression. Okay, let me see. You're, you're, any act of aggression that on somebody's upon someone else's personal liberty or freedom. That's if wrong. that person, morally wrong. Do, if do another you person, think, do you think it's okay. realistic that people now, will live in a complete non-aggressive state? We live in that right now. We auto- automatically agree to these ideas. We all know that rape is wrong. So, we all know that murder so, is wrong. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. It, but in some societies, so, having sex with a boy isn't wrong. Like I'm saying that, like. Do you think it's then, actually feasible to get to a level takes, to where everyone's just like, oh, everything's just on, perfect. On, everyone just like, I just don't see so that what ever happening. Education what over generations. What, yes, generations. It's going to take generations, but we all have to, we have to set the storyline Un- that everyone will start to follow. Understanding what aggression time. is. Hold on, you're, yeah, you're, let him finish. On. So you, we set a foundational storyline that everyone believes in. So like I was talking about money, everyone mm-hmm. believes, buys in, literally buys into that story that this is how we live our lives. So we have to be able to buy into these stories. Okay. And, and, and see, that's where it gets back to that weird era area of, is that freedom? If we're buying into someone else's ideas and saying, this is how I'm going to live my life. And so we have accepted these, these roles of money, is, currency, so, property, all that. We've accepted that as part of our lives. So I, I guess, if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, uh-huh. if I'm understanding this properly. So... By your sort of viewpoint, or your what your society would look mm-hmm. like is okay. Let's say let's say Houston, Texas decides 
on one particular rule that I don't agree with. Okay, cool. I can move to Dallas, and Dallas has a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, you're free to set your own your own community together. Too. So do you how do you, do you understand? Like, do you can you can you maybe see how complicated that would yes. be to navigate? It's hard work. Like, <laughs> I would just never want to leave anywhere because like shit. I don't know what the laws are. Ten feet this because, way and ten feet that way. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's because your mindset is conditioned to the idea of the what law, we're living in right now. Yeah, you no, think no, the no, laws no, 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 no. Hold it's on, hard work. No, it's hard work. I'm not saying. I'm just saying if if let's say. This this city has five rules. This society has six. This one has thirteen. This one has fourteen. Like, but I would be afraid to go anywhere because law, I'd be. Probability will you, say that you will find the correct one for you. The, but the, there's you're free also, to move around to other ones too. There, there's also a very, 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 very highly, highly low possibility that it is is going to be very different per state. That it is going to be like when we get these ideas ingrained at a at a cultural like. Everyone in this society gets these basic understandings of life and property, and they are self ownership and property, and we all well, can agree but, to but this. But that's super there's, basic. There's, like I can get, I can get on with the, I, the no life more, and property. But when you start talking about everything else, we have to deal with a society. Very little other law that we need because when you have all these other laws, and you have all, where again, like Carl was kind of saying, you're thinking in this today's society that we have billions of laws to tell everyone how to do billions, it. It, it probably is. It's just <laughs> insane. Um, it, it's a, it's yeah, it's just way too many laws, and we need to get rid of. I don't of necessarily all these disagree laws. with that. We have too and many like, laws, but there is a problem, we, and I, like it, it will be way simpler then than it would be today. Travis, so I don't want to poke a hole in y'all's utopia, no, poke it or anything, <laughs> but. I think that for something like that to exist, yes, one, there needs to be this fundamental cultural shift, but I also believe like certain necessities need to be met for every single living human being. Otherwise, mm-hmm. like if you're born into this society and they're like, yeah, but it's a free society, but your dad was an asshole and you have nothing and you have to build your way up from nothing and you see somebody else that has, oh, their dad wasn't an asshole and so he's he set him up well because you know that's we have a free society and then this other guy just says fuck it and wants to just burn the whole place down like what's stopping that guy stopping him from burning the place down yeah like like what is prevent like what what People are you with guns <laughs> yes like you you have the right to protect yourself and do whatever you can to protect those basic liberties and if other people agree to help you protect those things then you have the right to do that it, it, you do not have the need or, or the uh, the right to initiate that force and that person is then initiating that force. So what happens when somebody breaks the rule? They've initiated the force and no, we... No, 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 no. I'm not talking about oh, your that's, two that's rules, just a rule. Let's say the society, Cage. on top of your two... No, I'm just kidding. On top of your two rules, let's say there's a third one added that's, I don't know, pay your credit card debts. I don't know, whatever. I'm not going right. to... Don't, don't harp on well, the actual that, example. It, but it I'm really saying, Let's be. say there's a rule that someone breaks. What's the consequence of breaking that rule? That's a good question. And who enforces it's, that? It's society's job to figure this out. It's so like if we all decide that, okay, you'll pay a reasonable toll, a reasonable fine to this, and you just just don't do it. Now, if it's life or other things, like we can have Again, debates. Take it, take it out of the Again, first two I mean, rules, there, I'm there, saying. There's serious, some other rule. There's serious debates, right, uh, that we can have, and uh, probably some litigation lawyers, you know, trying to figure out what it is that, that we can come to an agreement on of who was affected and who was the person 
that committed or affected the. We, we do have that now. Yes, yeah. Our, we have we legal precedent. We still have a legal system, but greatly reduced from what it is today. Yeah, but but then but like. Not to say that we started off with just two rules and then like things just got exponentially more complicated, but that's where some of these rules came from is that, okay, here's this particular situation that we went to the courts to and the courts decided in this particular way. So that sets a legal precedent. So that's yeah, where new it, rules the, the, come the about. The problem is it's not case by case. And a lot of this well, needs it, to be case by case. But it is generally and case and by case. And then there's like minimum because, sentencing and like all this other crap. Well, I'm not talking about, like, hold on, but like that, you're, you're taking all. my one little nutshell and saying trying to paint the whole tree. I'm not going with minimum sentencing. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm just talking about from a fundamental standpoint, if some particular case happens and I, and the judge says, okay, cool, found you guilty, you're for this crime, you're sentenced to three years probation. Now, you would not be able to then go, if that's sort of the legal precedent and how that works is that let's say you have a similar but not exact case because there's no such thing as an exact case. The judge has to look at what is the legal precedent. Like what is the appropriate punishment? They can't say, oh, for this one, I'm going to send you life in prison. Yeah. Well, I mean, so that's where some of these rules come about is like through, and, and, and okay. some of the rules, some of the laws that we have in the United States came about by decisions like this. So not all the laws that we've added are necessarily bad laws. And well, like, I, like, I don't know, said. I would just be very careful to say like, okay, let's just screw all the laws. Let's go back to two and start the building process well, over on, again. It's, well, it's, if this is a new system, then there has to be new precedents. There has to be new sure. know, and, precepts for everything. And, and, and I'm, have, I'm okay with saying, okay, these laws we need to get rid of, but mm, I guess what I'm seeing or maybe fat, what, what much. Uh, yes, but I guess what I'm, what I'm hearing or what it seems like, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. is that we want to revert back to sort of like these two basic laws. Because uh, Hold on, wait, pretty much can I finish? Yeah. Uh, we want to revert back to these two basic rules and then start the legal precedents all over again. Uh, hold on. I, but I, I, I think there that. are, well, no, I'm, I'm not saying that is the case. I'm saying that's what I'm getting. That's the picture the, well, I feel the, like the y'all are painting. Is almost every law falls under one of these two principles. That's what I was going to say. So you could you could start to narrow down the columns of each and fit them into categories almost, and then fit, fit those into subsects in different subcategories and whatnot. So you can you can align them to certain of those two. There's of course there's more. You can align start to align those into certain directions and base on those the previous systems. Uh, precedents and start you know learn from the past learn so, from history okay yeah. so uh, another question and uh-huh. let's say this said society and you guys have it seems like you guys come to agreement that if someone breaks the rule they get some sort of punishment um so for all that to happen where does the money come from to make such things happen like who how, how where does the money for the courts come from it's volunteered because we all have this idea of justice so if we all volunteer our justice in the in the form of money, which you do when you are sent to, to so court basically you want every in. law to the the individual person to say no, I don't support that law. I'm not going to pay my portion of taxes for that. Well, I support that one. I'm going to pay the no. no that's what I'm asking. I'm well, asking. the leadership you would have a leadership in these communities yeah. and whatnot. There would okay. be a leadership. This, sect. So, this, so, but this is but not, wouldn't wouldn't by definition like there's a statistical probability that me personally I'm not going to agree with all the single rules on there so like I potentially am going to have to pay for a Nothing's rule perfect. that that's what I'm saying that's, yeah, that's, I guess that's what I'm asking because okay. it seems yeah, like, like so, if you say all taxes all taxes theft well not necessarily because if you agree with these rules and you opt no, into that system all taxes is theft at the foundational level because of its definition it's because it's not it's un- voluntary it's not voluntary you have 
to pay it. Well, or I would argue that it is voluntary. It because, is not. Can, can yeah, I make my go, argument go, before go you just cut me off? Go ahead. I would argue that in some ways it is voluntary okay. because you are electing to still be a part of this society. Mm, debatable. Like, <laughs> we, we have... Okay, in the United States, we have taxes. That is something... Whether you necessarily agree with them, obviously you disagree with them, but you're still choosing to live in the United States. Correct. You could go to somewhere else where they maybe have less taxes or somewhere else that maybe they don't have any taxes. It's, it's, you, the problem is that what this country originally is founded for is not this. And th- th- the founding th- fathers th- set th- up taxes. Not like not income tax. Not I'm not saying the degree tax, of taxes. Hold on. I'm not saying the degree of taxes, but they tax- certainly did not. They certainly agreed that we need to have some tax. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to add another comment. Because okay. it sounds like a lot of your you know society can be broken down to one fundamental principle, and that seems to be property. Because you could say, mm-hmm. like, your life is your property, and it's all about defending your property. But how do you define property? Like, if you were to create this society, and okay. you reset everything, how do you determine who owns what? Anything that was taken from nature and, and turned into something of resource. That you, that you so, like, proprietary seeds? So, I took oh, that and yeah. engineered that to yeah. a product. Oh, can, <laughs> I'm just saying. No, but I'm, I, no, and this is where I disagree with him, yeah, on, this, and I agree this with where you we on. Disagree. Like I yeah. think that is a product of your property. Um, so who do who determines who gets access to what natural resources? That's a good question. No one. Who, I mean, but we we use we use natural resources. Yeah, but like, wh- so let's who say, would determine you? Who says you? So don't let's have say access let's say I, let's say there's tricky. a mine, right? Like there's this mine. It yeah. can only x. You know, it can only output X amount of metal, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I need X amount of metal to do what I want to do. This guy needs X amount of metal to do what he wants to do. And this other guy needs X amount of metal. So the cost but we don't of metal, have 3X metal. We only have 1X metal. Yeah, so we all fight for the best price and what we can do to get the the best deal. Fight? On, not physically, but with our dollar. What's I'd say, the- okay, you are the person who found this mine and is mining it. If it's your mine, it's on your area of property. You've discovered it. You've started mining it. Then so you can charge me whatever you want for that. How did I determine it was my property? You came upon it. You you spent the time. So and everything the I look at, everything I look at, I no, can just no. be like, that's mine. That's no, mine. You spent the time and the resources to get that out of the earth to, no, 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 to no, refine it. I guess, and to then get it to a consumer's hands. That's the question. Yeah, like, do you just walk up to a piece of land and be like? Flag yeah. here, flag here, flag here, this flag here. That's tricky. mine. This is where it gets tricky. This like, how do you? I'm a little gray. How do you this. figure out how property is divided? Exactly. Don't look at me. This is where I'm. I'm, I'm looking gray. right at oh, you. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Like for answers. This is where I'm still learning. Like this whole. Life. Yeah. I'm still learning about this. Because too. I mean, technically, like, yeah, you're a homeowner, right? But you don't actually own this property. No. The bank does. The bank does. Because you lent money, lent money from the bank. Mm-hmm. Just so I can make my. Not to necessarily put your finances on blast, but I mean, many homeowners do that. Yeah, just so I can make my position very clear, like mm-hmm. I would love to live in a society that you guys are describing. I just think feasibly and like the mindset of m- most people, like I just don't know if that can happen. To so, me, it's not necessarily about the. Oh, sorry. Oh no, I was just going to add. Uh, this could well with our coming technology. I think it what could really change this and make it even more feasible is automation. Automation could really change the dynamic of all of our systems. And see, this is where the whole, the capitalist system of the crony capitalist system that we currently live in is, it could be, it's, it's going to be either, it could be a really good thing that happens or a really bad thing autom- with autom- the influx of automation. Because you're, you're going to have- Let's flip the coin. You're right. No, no. That's what it's getting to, it feels like. It's because you're going to have a class of people that are just going to be disenfranchised completely. They're going to just be left to the wasteland. 
not unskilled completely like what are they supposed to do like what are we going to do but if we had automation where we had our society it's not what you're better at someone else's where the competition's there it's what you're best at what you, no. the individual is best at and and they can form a community that has automation providing the resources that they need so i'm going to turn Utopia, our, sorry. i'm going to i'm going to turn <laughs> our attention to this video cuz i kind of really want us to like watch it together and kind of okay. break it down cuz I, I actually find it really interesting um, you folks are not going to be able to see this at home on the youtube because it'll get flagged and pulled down but anyway uh, yeah go ahead and and, and roll it and uh, I'll tell you oh, maybe when the it title is Yarn, oh, yeah. Yarn Brooks answers in inequality under capitalism. So the reason why I brought this up right now is because I think we're kind of delving into yep. sort of like some sort of inequality system or equality. Like how, how has it become fair, I guess. So okay. anyway. I like this guy's accent. I definitely agree with that. So yeah. what do you guys think about his... The poor... Like the poverty. poverty has significantly decreased across the world, particularly yeah. in, in first world countries. So this... It still exists. Don't get me wrong. Poverty still exists, but it's in comparison to previous centuries and decades and ages and whatnot. This is... This is... Those people that were predicting how poverty would decrease or increase are blown away by how fast it has decreased in these in our current yeah. society. You guys are killing me with cutting me off. Um, so I guess the question I was going to ask was, what are your thoughts on his his statements of where he's talking about, um, like why do why are we comparing people for like income inequality and stuff like that? I well, I, I find it obnoxious to compare people. Like I, I mean, I think that is a root of one of the biggest problems in our society, and why I think people fall into this trap of socialism as an idea is that they they it's not about um you know um overall wealth it, it, to them is just that they just hate the rich it's not about that they like the poor it's that they hate the rich and it's just it's it's a comparison constantly of, of everything and, and what you have versus and i think this is a problem that we talked about on social media this is a problem we talk in a lot of areas of our show we've talked about people comparing themselves to another person and the problems you, that come from that. And I, I think this is breaking it down to why it's a problem. I think it's also because we're uh, certain classes, uh, economic classes of society in America are fed a certain narrative where they have to compete to the top level to get into the upper echelons of economic status. So I think it's more along along the line of the middle class and the upper middle class that it's the rat race, you know, pushing to fight. That was kind of something that I was going to kind of say is like to me I don't, I don't I think the comparisons of people is almost unavoidable cuz mm -hmm. like in capitalism it, I've got to compare two products, two companies. I got to this maybe private company for this my private like I've got it I've got to compare things all yeah. the time. Mm -hmm. For me to compete for that job I've got to make sure that I'm 
the best qualified person. Well, how do I determine I'm the best qualified person? I look at the other people and say, they don't have the same qualifications I do. I'm better than they are. Right. Like yeah. you have to compare yourself to people. Would you say that in, in capitalism? Yeah, 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 in yeah, capitalism, yeah, yeah. I think. Would you say that's that, where I would dis- somewhat disagree with that? Would you say that mentality has amplified in the past? Well, I think it can be the industrial age. I guess well, rather. I mean, I think it could be used for good and bad. Like, for example, I think the constant comparison of like Hollywood celebrities. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's stupid. Mm-hmm. But me comparing my skills, you know, my computer skills or my IT skills to your IT skills, like. See, that, yeah, that's to me. That's a, and 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 at the same time, though, I also want to compare um, my what my skills are worth. So I want to find somebody comparable to my skill sets and saying, "Oh, well, that person's making seventy thousand dollars. Why am I only making fifty? I I I have a comparable skill set that they do. I should maybe get paid that much, or maybe they are getting paid too much." Like, I think that's part of capitalism is comparison. Would you say that just based on what you said and just how stressful it sounds? Do you think that? The, the suicide rates that are occurring, the, uh, the high rates of suicide nowadays, do you think that plays a correlation into that, possibly? I mean, yeah, like, but I, I, this I don't absolute I stress of the industrial But age. suicide rates are down. No, suicide rates in men are, compl- are going up. They're skyrocketing. Um, so as far as the comparison thing, what I think he was hitting in on In the U.S.? Here, in the U.S., yes. What, what I think from, from what he was hitting on was more economically like, how much wealth do you have in comparing yourself to somebody else's wealth? Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. Isn't that what he was pretty much talking about? Yeah, but so but like, that's where I was comparing, saying like, how do I get the standard, or like, where do I sort of get data? Yeah, I'm looking at it. Okay. Where do I sort of get data of how valuable my particular skill sets are worth? So, as I compare myself to the the average, you know, IT person with four years of experience and these certifications and whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm comparing myself to someone else's income to figure out a relative of what my skills are worth. I just don't uh, think comparing someone's overall wealth is the same thing as comparing what your skill may be worth at it in a particular task. Um, like I, I think well, I, I can find out, you know, how much I could sell this device for by asking a bunch of different people what they would pay for it versus like me having to compare myself to you based off how many I have these things have you sold you know, and, and guess how, well, you know, I've been selling the same thing and then maybe how much money have you made this year? And like, I, oh, I didn't make that. Well, well what, there's a lot of other factors that play into like, well, how well of a salesman are you? How, uh, yeah. how many people do you know? Are you in a better market than I am? Do well, that, I need that, to find a better market? Well, that's and, what I'm saying by like that I comparison. Just, it's not necessarily the individual comparison, like, you yeah. know, say me versus Carl, but it's me versus the market. Like, what does the market say these skills are worth? Yeah, okay. Well, I, and how does that determine? How much do you make? How much do you research, make? How much do you make? I would say is different than comparison of my wealth to your wealth okay i could see that yeah do you want to continue the, the video travis uh yeah. okay we guess yeah uh, oh yeah. did we have another stat up what's the oh i just pulled the oh, yeah, suicide, suicide rates rate. up so yeah yeah, yeah. they're rising is it they're is, on the rise. is this in men or just yeah, this in is, general this what are the general stats this is this is for men for men okay what about what about just people let's not let's not put some identity politics on it <laughs> uh is that Suicides. Men die at three point five. Yeah, I know that. I'm not. I'm not worried about that. Okay. Yeah, there should be. Okay. Well, this this doesn't tell us anything about increasing. Uh-huh. Go down. Go down. So I mean, if you look at the graph here, it, it does show. Is this put up on the? No, nah, I mean. Well, the graph shows that there's a steady increase from 2007 to 2016. I just thought of something I want to talk about. 
Well, here I can play the video, but I mean, yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I don't know if there was something else in the video that you wanted to touch on, or if it was just really that, because that was a great that was a great point. But um, I wanted to touch on liberty versus freedom, because I think Carl and I. Well, let's continue yeah. this video. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we just got like minute three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Pause it here. What if you're a teacher? You know what? You're never going to be super rich if you're a teacher. But you can be a great teacher. Yeah, we're we're going to be stopping and starting, so if you just want to leave the mouse. I I think this is interesting that he talks about happiness versus money. So I have some reservations about that argument I've had with myself even. I've, I've had this conversation probably with you guys before too. Some form of your your happiness is dependent on a, a, on money. Now, do you need to be a multimillionaire to have all your happiness? No. But do you need to have the ability to go and, and, and take that vacation to Disneyland if that's what makes you happy? You know, and and, and, and so some form of it I do think relies on money where I'd kind of disagree with him here. But I, 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 I'm I more happy, I guess, to play off his words th- to the fact that he, he brought up happiness is the goal and not money. And I think that's true. And I think there is something that happens in a, in a free or, or liberty-minded society that we find you were kind of mentioning in like in a resource-based economy, people can focus on things that just make them happy, things what that people them, can do, things that they're great at, things that yeah, they're them excited. Um, Not and what that's they're interesting. better at. I, I like that. So I, I but like, but is that necessarily society's fault that the thing that pays more is let's say yeah, a coder just, versus like a painter? Yeah. Well, that's. That's just what we've accepted. That's the storyline we've accepted. Well, that's what the market has decided has more value. Has and it? A, lo- a lot of our yes. markets are... That's why, that's why an artist doesn't get paid skewed. shit, but a coder gets but paid see, maybe... in this six- system that I'm talking about, the difference between them is because money's not a thing, really. Money's not... The monetary value is not distinguishing the classes, but, but the social... Going further. I think he's yeah, yeah. thinking way further. Well, well, no, you, 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 are, you are, but I guess, at the, I guess at the <laughs> end of the day, like... I'm trying not in to this think current that system, far. that makes total sense. Yes. Well, okay. Let me finish. I guess at the end of the day, what makes I guess I might not find va- art, art and value, and because because you you maybe do, but you decided not to do that for whatever reasons. That's that's on you. That's not on me to okay. say. Oh no, we need to value art more. I don't. That's why I would go into a community that does value art. I'd Travis be part of that society. Say. I yeah. just uh, go to Sweden. I guess. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I just I don't know. Um, I just think that when we're talking about like values of certain roles in society, like it's hard to say that a painter has the same unilateral benefits to society that a coder or like somebody that builds houses does. Subjective. 
Well, it's completely um, subjective, but I think from I think the point that, I see I what guess, you're saying. I guess the point that he's trying to make is that it is subjective, but ultimately the market's deciding. What is the market? The market is the 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 opinions of the the, the average person, the opinions of the majority of the people. So that's where I'm saying where he mentioned as well. This is I think my you've gone thoughts way too are far. my thoughts are down way down the line in a society that's not anywhere. Near yeah, he's those, thinking those way too far down the line. I, I think I'm more of think like automation. Would, automation would allow you to not worry about this monetary idea where you have to pay to live your life. Yeah, see, I don't think so because I think what's going to happen, and I mean, you can just see this throughout history, world history, from mm-hmm. the, the dawn of mankind, is that as technology increases, we find other things to do. We find, and that like. I don't necessarily see like, oh, AI is going to happen, so all the jobs are going to go away, and then we'll just have all this time to just ride jet skis all day. That would be dope well, as think, hell. Think I mean, this. jet skis are fucking fun, but <laughs> I'm just saying. But I'm just way. saying, like, we are, we're going to find that next horizon of of evolution, that next horizon of technological think advancement. This, think about this way: When was the last time humanity ever had something else to think for it? Never. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying, like, these ideas are not set in stone. These are ideas that. Are, could, they're kind of like science fiction. They kind of like presets, precepts before, like precedences before what actually could happen. They're all could happens. They're ideals. They're ideals. They're I don't know. Ideals. I, I, I guess, yes, yes, we've never had an AI technology before, but I'm just looking at it from a holistic perspective of mm-hmm. we have seen technological advancements before. Yes, of course we haven't seen this one, but we haven't also discovered the one after that. My whole point of bringing this on is bringing this up is because... I just want to start to get people to think about the future, but not forget about what's going on now in the past. Learn from all of that, and we can start talking about that more. Science fiction does that. That's why I love science fiction, because it talks about those things. Yeah. I guess I guess my overall point is, if you decided to be a starving artist, cool. That's, that's no, your, it's that's your prerogative. You. Don't, yeah. don't be upset that I chose coding and you're unhappy about no. that. No. no. All right. No. Let's see what's left. I don't think necessarily envy leads to okay. Give me your stuff. Uh, I, envy I, just says ah, I want to be there too. Like, what can I do to be there? It's it's a it's a not necessarily two oh, sides of the coin. Yeah, kind of deal. I guess in one way it plays out. It's more or less a driving factor. Mm-hmm. Like it for me, be. like it could be. I would love to have a million dollars one day. Cool. What am I going to do to do that? But, I'm not going to be like give me five hundred thousand. Give me five hundred thousand. I'm going to be like I'm going to improve my skills, improve my situation to get a million dollars. This plays into my two principles that I was talking about. If you don't think about these two principles, then uh, you you may not have the same approach that you have. You you're thinking like, well, I'm not going to initiate force <laughs> because I don't have what he has. 
you're thinking, well, how the hell am I going to get it? For the record, and, I don't necessarily I do it disagree with the two rules. I think no. you just can't stop there. Like, well, no. There's a lot of things that you have to consider well after just simply two rules. Yeah, I'm just talking about the principle of basics of what freedom is founded off of. And, this and I agree. It. And you, you, you need these or you I gotcha. can't have freedom. Right? And so, like, I... I think that that what he's saying is is great, but I I agree that envy does create that if you're not not thinking about the principles of initiating force, you get fall into that socialistic mindset. Like, no, yours is ours, and that's a problem. Hunger. Somebody's stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what's what's left. If a sick society is a society driven by altruism. True that. Exactly the kind of society we want to replace. If a society of rational, self-interested individuals who care about making the most out of their own life and don't worry about what their uh, what their neighbor, how well their neighbor is doing. Indeed, they celebrate when their neighbor does well. They celebrate when somebody becomes a billionaire. This is great. Uh, that poses a really good philosophical question I've had, um, and actually kind of put some thought into. Do you think true altruism, altruism exists, and can it? Like, I think no. What do you mean by true mm. altruism? Pure altruism, meaning I did Never. it, I do something for the benefit of something and got nothing out of it. Zero. Like the world functions that way, is what you're saying? Or no, no, no. no. Like, do you, philosophically, do you believe that true altruism can exist? If you're religious, you'd say Jesus Christ, but... Um, <laughs> no. no. I, yeah, no. I, no, I, yeah, I don't... I, I don't I don't so either. I don't I, believe such. That's such a pure. I, I mean, I, no matter what, you're doing something for somebody to help you in some way. Like, I, it's and I, always and it, it may not be aspect. for a money. It may not be for a money thing. It yeah. may, but it may be for like recognition. Like, I, I donated that for, that meal to that homeless person because it made me feel good. Like, I yeah, did it like, because it felt. I, I don't felt see there's anything wrong. That's not. I'm not. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying fundamentally. True, pure altruism is it doesn't exist and it can't exist. Yeah, no, I don't think it can because yeah, you, like what you just said, even just the fact that it made you happy, uh, you did it because you it was something you wanted to do to make yourself happy, then you didn't do it for no purpose. Well, based on based on what we've been talking about, I mean, the principles that we've been talking about are purely self, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> it's self sufficiency anyway. So this to say that you believe in pure altruism or to have that idea with our principles that we were talking about, that would be hypocritical. Yeah. Which is so, why I brought it up. Yeah. Celebrate when Steve Jobs and Bill Gates become gazillionaires. Because the fact is you can't become a gazillionaire without offering people a product, a service that they're willing to pay for. The way you become super rich is by making my life better. I am better off than Steve Jobs. I'm better off than Bill Gates. So I am happy for them that they're super rich. I don't envy them. That's the kind of society we would have if we were advocates of rational self-interest. And, and to understand what that means from an economic perspective, from a moral perspective, I encourage you to read Ayn Rand, and also if you read Free Market Revolution, my book with Don Watkin, which really goes into this in, in greater detail. Yeah, overall, I agree with that last sentiment about like Steve Jobs and whatnot, that mm -hmm. he was important and whatnot. Uh, but I'm envious of Steve Jobs. At the same I'm time, envious of the success. I want want to have success. At like the same time, I always see there's there's a black to that white, though. Of course, um, we do see the the I guess the the oh, what's I can't think of the word 
the the push into this technological era, which has has completely changed the way we have lived, into a place where we become complacent, become convenience oriented, where it's like the iPhone has shifted our consciousness to convenience completely from hard work can be can be thrown into that bucket of just oh forget about hard work forget about you know willpower and all that it's just kind of like i i can see how great it is there's i'd say it's about 80 percent great and then that but that 20 percent still lingers there it's not perfect i mean it also just comes down to how you you yeah, decide you're going to do it like for example like if if i'm going to spend 24 hours of my life on facebook all, all day mm-hmm. every day doing nothing but just watching cat videos like Okay, that's useless, right? Uh, I would say society would say that's useless. But if I dedicate, let's say, my life to running a successful YouTube channel mm-hmm. or let's say a successful Facebook channel, wh- whatever it may be, like that, that's where it could be used for good. Yeah, no, I, um, I agree with that. I, I'd say that's the majority of what people has created, but it also has created that class of lackadaisical, just this is this is my life. I rely on this. Where people have lost their self reliance on, you know, th- on their own intuitions, their own thought processes, and they rely on these machines to do everything in their lives. And I, I just see that as a problem. But I uh, one one final question I have for you guys: um, How do you see in your particular philosophies of freedom? I guess. How would you see globalism fitting or not fitting into that? And let me let me define what I mean by globalism. It's just simply viewing the world as a, not necessarily a single community, but my effect, my actions in this country affecting the outcomes or actions in someone else's country. Like, you know, communicating with other people, you know, spreading ideas in that way, but like more in the globalist type way where it's, you know, borders down, we're all humanity, et cetera. I mean, it's a big, 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 big freaking question but it is the, and here you are here I it mean, is <laughs> uh, my short answer uh to uh, short answer would be is if everyone i uh, embrace these ideas of of freedom and philosophy of of being uh, in a in a liberty-minded society then um yeah cool great like it's it, it would it might work but i don't see that happening everywhere in the world at least for hundreds of years there's still majorly uh, far behind societies and I just made up a word, but they're, they're really, I don't think that in right now that's where like recently a lot of my, my mind has changed on borders is as a libertarian, I, I very against the idea of the borders, but as uh, someone who wants to protect the ideas of freedom and liberty, I also don't want a bunch of people coming in that don't agree with those philosophies uh, and, and ruining that kind of mentality so i don't know it, i i wish that that could be possible but i don't think it will that's be a, that's a sticky situation travis you want to go it's go a ahead. complicated question and I, I know it yeah i mean mm, it's really hard it's really hard to answer but i just i agree with alex in the fact that there are certain sections of the world that just need to catch up you know culturally you know just their societies just can't comprehend like the same things we've had for decades you know like as far as like, you know, different classes rights, like women's rights in certain countries, like just Mm -hmm. certain concepts that are just like, we've lived with for a hundred, 200 years and they are just now being exposed to. Yeah, so enlightenment ideals pretty much. Exactly, yeah. I lied, I have one last question. Okay. Um, 
out of all of the systems, the plethora of through humanity mm-hmm. and all the other possibilities that may have not even been tried. Mm-hmm. Do you think there, obviously you guys both, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say, I'm not going to necessarily not include myself into that, but we sort of have this idea of, okay, this is the system we think is best and what works. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you think there's any other system that's not that one that you kind of like more than the other, maybe it could be a close second place. Well, the one I've been talking about sort of offhand is based on one called the Venus project. It, yeah. This is like, so you take our current systems now and you take like the one, like the anarcho capitalist where it's money is still involved and you still have governments and whatnot. This is completely outside of all economic systems completely like this guy. So I talked to a guy that had actually met the guy who started this whole project uh, it's called the Venus Project, and he's, it was his life work. But he said that in the current system that we live in right now, in the current technological era we live in right now, everybody on the planet could be fed. Everybody on the planet would not have would have Maslow's basic needs of necessities from on the whole pyramid. Mm-hmm. You could we could feed the entire planet, mm-hmm. and we could do it based on automation and resources. So we'd have a resource-based economy where we integrate the entire world into resource like a resource grid where everybody can have what they need and not fight over it. So it'd not be what you're best at. Like I said earlier, it's what you're not rather. It's not what you're better at than someone else. It's what you as an individual are better or the best at at doing. So for example, like, no, but can, so can, can you on. clarify? Cause it kind of sounds like a communism. socialism, like communism. communism. Yeah. So the only different. So it does sound like that, but the yeah. only difference is, is that there's no, there's no real power structure. There's no real force behind it's, anything. It's you can do. So you could be the laziest son of a bitch you want to be. Mm-hmm. You could just say, "I don't feel like doing anything," and that's my life. But see, automation and the resources, the abundance of resources, is the delineation between the or the difference rather between communism and socialism in this system mm-hmm. because we have all the resources widely available so to everybody. Even though that the resources may be there, mm-hmm. do you not think it's logical to say like? Okay, well, what makes me happy is maybe working a nine to five, yeah, or maybe and that would be hold available. On, hold on, but like, there would be some level of difference of effort, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Do you think that some people might say like, oh, this person's not putting in any effort and they're receiving all the same stuff I am, but this person's putting in a lot so, more so effort but, to but, contribute hold on, to hold society? That's why I'm, I'm asking. Let me yeah. add this. Let me add this real yeah. quick. So this is such a system so far down the line, it would have to have a, a whole ultra shift of but consciousness and I, thought processes. I have a better answer to explain exactly that. Okay, I, I mean, that's true, but I, the thing is, is it doesn't negatively impact you that that person is not doing anything. Right. So in, in this in this system, and I've read through it, I think it's really interesting, and mm-hmm. I suggest everyone go read the Venus Project. I mean, it would be great if we could all start to kind of think more into the future like like this. It, would, it sounds fantastic, but uh, I I am not there yet. Mm-hmm. I, I think we have, have a, to, a lot of immediate questions. Yeah, <laughs> like I, it is really deep, and like I mean, I would I would read through their website. It's got a ton of stuff on there, and I've watched a it's bunch not perfect, of videos on of it. Course. Like there, I, my, my bigger question is like, what's it, what's the foundational motivation to do anything? I don't. I, I have a problem with what like what where does freedom help to do that? Yeah, but w- but as a society, if I could just sit around and do the bare minimum or do whatever level of participation I want to, you're, and I get the same benefits, like. Do you think there would still be people that would be wanting to invent iPhones? Yes, yes and that's and I don't know. Be promoted, it'd be completely promoted. That's, yeah, those people know. would be there. I don't know. You I, would have I, the I resources to do it because you're not stuck to a 95 job 
slaving over what, someone else's debt. What benefit would I get out of it? Because right now, Whatever like, the, you want it to but be. like, what, right now, the benefit I get out of it is well, I mean, so, Steve Jobs is a multimillionaire. Well, some interesting concepts I, I've seen out of it is that everyone, it, it's really a, a, a mind shift, like Carl was saying, into the idea of bettering society. And what you're doing is to try and make YouTube. everybody's day better in some way. And it doesn't affect you or anybody else to make it better. Like, it's just. A, a thing that you can do and i would so, definitely like, chalk this up to it, being a utopia it, it is i just really, i don't think that's it, feasible within humanity it's not my area i i'm all for because NCAP. because evolution right. and just biology in general is always going to be set up for variation for variation oh, well, variation yes variation but our the, our consciousness is something we've still have yet to map so correct but there is still wide variance in consciousness and there always will be that's because said, it's a biological process that's why i said this could be something way down the line well then even if but if it's still, if, the, if the principles I w- are I would, nice hold on hold on i, hold on. I would maybe I, ar- okay. I would maybe argue that if we got to a point where the consciousness is sort of uni- like uh, universal and or the same for everybody i don't think we're humans at that point yeah, I, it would, I mean, it's different. It's but, different. But, okay, hold on. Can, hold on, can hold on, I? Hold on, hold on. No, I yeah, 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 go, go, man. So the last time, or, so think about this way. So say tomorrow, everything, like the system that we're in, the capitalism system, just, just completely vanished. And we had, oh, we had this idea of, oh, we don't need money. We don't need to go to a job. We can just have automation do this. Do you think the idea of building something greater for a greater good, a greater cause of humanity would be a unifying project. I think some people might do that, but then there'll be, I think there's also still going to be a lot of people that are going to be like, fuck it, I'm just going to sit on my couch okay. all day. And then see, and just the suck point. and just suck resources. And that's not and see if but, once we built that system, it yeah, would but work you, but the ma- no resource the major the major assumption there is yeah. that resources will become infinite. And that's I don't see that as possible. And see that's why I'm saying Possibly download. Travis we have, got a smirk. He's got some. Have this like whole idea of um, our this. We can harness more power from the sun. We do a terrible job of harnessing our solar resources. Sure, terrible but job. I, I think yeah. we're just yeah. We're going yeah. on and on and on. Just a quick funny yeah, note. Have you guys ever seen the movie Wall-E? Yes. Yeah. That's like a very, one of my favorite. It's a very Disney close. Movies. It's like that society kind of sounds what you're describing a little bit not at all in that you know (laughs) absolutely not at all well a little bit because in that society automation is doing everything for everybody but those people are lazy that's that's what that's that's what we're trying to get at that that could be a possibility oh no it could be a possibility but there would i would say that a major subsect of humanity would be not would be against that but uh, i don't know major and i I think we could argue that all day but i i think what would be a better conversation to have is like what we were talking about is that there is a difference between like a liberty-minded society and true freedom? Okay. And and I think we're more. <laughs> okay. okay. I think what, <laughs> what is well, that? Well, I think what what Carl has been talking about pretty much this whole episode is a more true freedom mm-hmm. of of freedom of mind, freedom of money, freedom of of whatever, freedom of uh, literally the deepest level of freedom, being in a true one with yourself in the world, and like. That that is a freedom that I don't know is fully achievable. That where I will I will win and fight with the liberty minded society where we like what you were trying to advocate for. Like we still have to kind of have some kind of society. We interact with people and mm-hmm. we need to have some kind of gun. This is where libertarians uh will will fight for like minarchist or like limited level of government like um. 
you know, and like a small level of government. And, and I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, I, I think there are more extremes that we can go personally in, in certain areas than some libertarians believe. But I, I will agree 99% of the way with a libertarian that I, it, we do have to have some kind of There has to be some system. Agreements, right, between people. Now, what that is, we can maybe debate. Of course. But I think that, that society still just being liberty-minded and not true freedom mm-hmm. Right, true freedom is almost terrifying to me. That's the utopia. That like, is, like, yeah, it is terrifying. I, it's hard work. That's, I want to be free, but free as as I can be while living in society so, by still having some rules. I still want <laughs> the rules are very it. minimum. Like, but I mean, but but, but rules none, again, but, yes. but rules nonetheless. Yeah, like don't kill somebody. Would y'all want to make a segue to automation and how it might infringe upon our freedoms a little M- bit? Maybe we go into uh, like a part two or something. Okay. Oh, it's um, time. Okay, gotcha. Uh, we're running yeah, up there. Oh, <laughs> maybe, shoot, what time is it? Yeah, oh my we, lord yes yeah, maybe okay. we'll go into a part two uh we'll we'll go into some automation and the future of well, we, we've done some future episodes in the past but i think we've got yeah some new stuff we could talk about wow well let's uh <laughs> let's head to the quote of the week of the week is <laughs> <laughs> trying to make this as awkward as possible <laughs> So Thomas Jefferson will be our quote of the week. We all know who he is, right? Uh uh-uh. uh Some some founding. En- enlighten father. me. What? I I enlighten. think I think he <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, I prefer dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery. Very succinct, very poignant to po- today's. Poignant. Poignant. <laughs> no, I I hundred percent agree with him. Dangerous freedom is one hundred percent dangerous because freedom com- curtails or entails ideas. Um, just well, ideas are dangerous. Actually, I'll just leave it at that. Then. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's been a lot of what, what I've been trying to touch on this whole time is like the everyone wants to try and and tell someone else how to live, and I think that's in form of a form of slavery, right? Like you have owned somebody's ability to do something, and it's it's just not the society i want to be a part of i want to be a part of the society that is willing to like deal with the fact that yeah like this bakery isn't going to bake a cake for this gay couple but and yes we could all agree that that may be shitty of that bakery but that that just has to be a part of it and i keep using that as simple example but mm-hmm. that is the danger of freedom but there is a huge 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 benefit of freedom of being able to make the choice and feeling comfortable and doing whatever you want. Right. I mean, I, I agree with pretty much most of what you guys just said. I guess my only concern or my only caveat would be if we break it down to its most fundamental, like what you guys have been talking about, the two rules, my immediate concern is scalability. That's, yeah. that's where a lot of my discussion points were coming from is scalability well like that's where what level would that system be scalable well that's why i say it starts as like a like a ripple in a pond it starts basic starts you well that's and it moves outward yeah so my argument is that it's not scalable but i'd say it's it it takes time it's it's a time factor the time factor we're thinking in 10 years no i'm thinking maybe century even just i think it just i think it just leads to more tribalism you think it, so? it could, it could, it could, yeah. it could, because then you have Houston, Texas versus Dallas versus San Antonio versus Louisiana versus this versus like, I mean, and then all the little small towns in between to where like, 
you have a guy that owns a country that's an island and he's the only one that lives there. But I really I'm not saying that's wrong, but I'm just saying like then I think you'll you'll fraction out so much because like I think when you get down to it the the statistical likelihood of two people agreeing on every single rule on every single thing is pretty much slim to none. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Damn it. <laughs> so if by that definition, then they would therefore form different societies. So then every person would have their own sort of okay. version of their society. I got it. So I would say that I would disagree with that is because if these ideas are universal truths, then like most archetypes, they will be like, duh, to most yeah. people. Well, no, no, I'm not. But, but I'm talking about like scalability from the sense of going, starting with the two rules and building the foundation from that and having more rules. Because I think we've, I think we kind of agree that there has to be more than rules than just those oh, two. Course, like there course. will it's eventually be. be. Yeah. yeah. So, but once you get down to that, once you get to the, the adding more rules, that's when you'll start having the fractions. Because what if I don't agree with that one rule that you did so out of the you, 500 that you have? So cool. A, New society. Well, so, an allusion to that or a metaphor for that would be kind of like the church where it says, here's the Bible. This is the one word. This is the law. And then they fractured into different sects. Would you say that's a comparable? Yeah. So well, here's, here's, those laws, and, that, and that's and also what thing is like those those two principles that I laid out aren't law; they're just the principles of freedom, right? And well, whatever you law, want to call them, they're the rules every, of the society. But every law has to abide those principles, right? And, sure. And so, like, if any law does not obey with those principles, then we would we wouldn't have that as a law. But and, that's where. And so, like, but you got to think about it in the minds like, of lawyers, though. They're going to lawyer that it does involve, but, and one lawyer is going to say it doesn't. One won't say that it don't. Like. I mean, that's where it's going to be I can, complicated. I can see that. I can see the confusion with it. It's but not I, confusion. I think, no, I can see the the, the I guess whatever the it is the, but, the ambiguity yes, ambiguity in it. That's a better word. Thank you, Travis. Um, but I, I I do think it's possible. No time frame. Uh, I'd give it fifty to a hundred years. I'd give it like a million to never. <laughs> Uh, only because it's only not because, that I it's not that I disagree with right. the foundational f- principles. It's that, and when you're talking about a society that's more than one person, and you talk about scalability, and I'm gonna say this falls within the two rules, and you say it doesn't. Like the disagreements, the fractions that might come from that. That's why I don't see a scalable, cohesive society oh, getting much further than maybe five, ten, twenty, thirty, forty, or whatever that level. The X level of people. That's where like. I don't know, because you have to accept that if I'm going to live in a society, a group, a community or something, there's going to be at least one thing that I disagree that that well, community is doing. Here, here's where I can agree where you have that, that thought, is like even in the Libertarian Party right now, that there's no clear direction. Like every, everyone... <laughs> Gary Johnson is a fraud. <laughs> it, 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 not even going there, but like the, the Libertarian Party can't even decide what right. the hell like they all can agree on because there's so many different levels or extremes. Like I'm an ANCAP and there's a minarchist. And Very true. Like there, there are different levels of it. And I can see that, but I, I think if we could pull... I like, I will take an inch where I can get an inch. You know what I mean? Like if we can get... It, closer and closer and closer and closer to that like yes i know my personal ideas of like there an ancap society ideals. will take will take quite a long time if ever being able to be implemented but i think if we can revert down to these more liberty based ideas and then run parties like we do political parties currently and if <laughs> current office gets in it's an ancap office and they start trying to do, or start being able to remove things in 4 years and we still keep our current system of of our our, our checks and balances checks and balances right 
Like the, we have or, a great or what we're system, supposed to have, rather. right? But if if done right, which is not what's happening, it's not being done right, and we we've lost the idea of that, and we keep giving the government responsibility that it shouldn't have. And if we could work our way back down to a liberty-minded society, so a renaissance of ideas, then we almost. can we can get closer and closer and closer to that. And I will take every inch of that that I can get, and that's what I want to mm. end with. I I, I, I mean, I agree. I'm all in for that, too. (laughs) All right. Well, (laughs) on that note. (laughs) That was crazy. (laughs) That was a really good discussion. No, that was a a really, really uh, fruitful discussion. I think I I had maybe some perspectives of scalability and all the other things that we talked about that I think when you think of it super simplistically, Mm -hmm. yeah, okay, maybe that system might work, but you got to you got to scale it somehow and right. when you start involving the more people involved that's where you get the many different angles and the possibilities come in there um but no i, I really enjoyed that conversation um yeah it was super fruitful yeah. well guys um i think if you haven't already you should go check out our website at bermudat.com yeah it's a big deal yeah you there's can a lot check of stuff there there's a lot of stuff there um we're actually kind of retooling it just a little bit um we're going to make it more YouTube-centric and, and stuff like that. Um, of course, we're all on mo- uh, major social media platforms. Most of you guys follow us on our Instagram at Bermuda Triangle Podcast. But you can check us out on Twitter at Bermuda T Podcast and Facebook.com slash Bermuda Triangle Podcast. Um, stay involved with those conversations throughout the week. We know you'll love the memes. We're going to keep bringing them. Um, I like that tree one. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, of course, you guys also know that the show is kind of extremely fan-funded. We are very small yeah for now um but yeah if you guys do want to consider uh going over to bermudatcom slash donate or to our patreon page which you can find links in various bios on social media pages you can actually donate to the show if you'd like to um if you also just want to subscribe um that would be super helpful as you know we're trying to build this and get it monetized and all that jazz um so yeah comment on the the the, the video subscribe to the show um and also check out blue frog party club partyfrog.com i already did that ad so um but yeah go check them out get your party in a box um but yeah guys it has been another fantastic episode of the bermuda triangle podcast where interesting topics get lost in good conversation we'll see you guys next time peace peace